Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome back to the Game of Thrones After Show. We are doing Season 6, Episode 4, Book of the Stranger, which I'm going to subtitle, Always Choose Door Number 3. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. There we go. The music is playing. Bum, bum, I'm going to try not to stutter too much because I am taking over for Kyle this week. My name is Sarah Stratton, but we do have the normal panel on board. Kristen Snyder. Hey, guys. You can check out my Instagram or my Twitter at Cinematic Escape. Cinematic Escape. <laughs> Ryan Nowdy. Hodor. 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 That's his whole <laughs> spiel, this whole episode. That's it. That's it. It's all you need. What's up, everyone? It's Ryan Malady here. Um, I'm actually not in the live chat today, but today we actually have Zach Wilson in the live chat at youtube.com slash TV, where we have the best fans in the world discussing Game of Thrones the only way that super fans know how. Ruthlessly. <laughs> so enjoy the live chat and uh, enjoy the show. Yeah. So Zach, do you want to say hello? He's in the booth with us. He's doing pretty much every task. He's engineering, he's filming, and he's typing away. Yeah, hey guys, just call me the voice of winter. I'm always watching. <laughs> you don't know when I'm going to be it. there, but I'll be around. I like that. All right, so we are going to start, I think, with the most uh, pumped up character of this episode, Daenerys. She has the long list of titles that could flow, but I think we could mainly say unburnt. Yeah. Unburnt today. I was, I was thinking refried. <laughs> the refried. I don't think anyone's re- gonna go along with that. Refried queens. I, I I don't think that has the same <laughs> queens. ring. But we could try. We could try. Refried queens. The unburnt. The refried. All this right. scene was so awesome, though. I mean, I felt like this episode we were finally back to the Game of Thrones that we all know and love, mm-hmm. just because of this epicness that unfolded. There's a lot that happened. This episode is pretty sweet. I mean, I feel like uh, the past few people were kind of, you know, it's moving along a little slowly because mm-hmm. they were just kind of posturing, getting ready for political, you know, turmoil. And now is, we're really starting to see kind of the the blood from the from the dagger, so to speak. Ooh. Well, I think that what we've been talking about with Daenerys over the past couple seasons, people have wanted to see her get back to these roots of... Being a badass? As we see what's going in Marine, although she's been a badass, her plans haven't have been completely... Positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, it's just always been this is the right way, this is the wrong way. And then and this is Daenerys's way. Yes, but we did get more of that this week. Mm-hmm. The options were either she was going to pretty much <laughs> be sold into slavery or become one of these wise women of the city of Dothrak, Vast Dothrak. And instead she was like, no, I'm just going to burn you all. Door number three. <laughs> Door number three. Right. But the look of this, even when we were saying it, I don't know how you felt, Zach, but from the inside of this central room yeah we 
It was. Were I, we thrilled with this? The I was, on fire. We, you saw it coming. Yeah, right? I like, loved it. Of course, Kristen, you loved. You loved it. I, I thought it was beautifully done from the outside. When the <laughs> when the you know when the uh, temple the, was it called the um, sorry the temple of the of the, the Dosh, Dosh Kaleen of the Dosh Kaleen was burning. It was beautiful on the inside though. When she, I mean. We saw it coming, you know. She's like, mm-hmm. she's gonna burn it down. There was so much fire in there. But like she, she tips over a thing, and then all these like, supposedly the most like hardcore guys in the world. I mean, she called it those like, you are small men, you know. And they they really did cower over like a little, a little flame. I bucket. was surprised none of them tried to fight her. I was or take she, her down you know? with them. They all kind yeah. of just did the huddle in fear approach. Yeah, which gives her some strength. Uh, because it proves why she should be leading them if they're going to be all talk. Well, I think they probably couldn't breathe either. They're they're in this wooden structure, right? And, I mean, we're not there, but I think that at that point, as soon as those flames turned over, I don't think that they can breathe. So I don't think they're thinking about her. I am surprised, though, like you guys said, that no one tried to attack her, but... Well, you know, what's interesting is by the time it's burnt down, I don't think anyone outside knows what happened. All they know is that... This you know this temple just burnt down and here comes this woman stepping out of it. I don't think they know that they okay. just killed all their leaders. I agree. She just, she just slaughtered all their leaders. That is a point. Is that they were able to hide all this except for the one other Dash Colleen who knew mm. that there mm. were outsiders within the sacred city, outsiders who were warned, and Daenerys let her live. Is that Whether a- or not that turns out to be a bad decision mm. or not. Mm. It is that one, not weak link, but she really has to gain that woman's support and not be, like, ratted out. I think they're going to brush over it. I don't think anyone is going to say what happened in there. I think they are so mesmerized by the fact that she has survived this. I don't think anyone's been happy under the Dothraki rule the way it's been. Just like she Mm -hmm. said, they raid cities, they take a few horses here and there, they rape and pillage. They haven't been doing anything really worthwhile, and I don't think that they were happy, so I think that gladly they're going to follow her and not really question what happened within there. I think you're right. I think she has another um, another dragon under the, in the fold. You know, I, she's got the second sons, <laughs> you know? She's I think, got keep going. the Dothraki horde yes. now. I think this is going to be her resurgence of we're really going to see if it Daenerys has learned how to compromise at all. In mm. every city she's taken, as we'll see in Marine, like she doesn't typically make any compromises. It's always her vision. And this is kind of her second shot with the Dothraki. She's led Dothraki before. She lost her horde um, through death and waking up and then basically be gone. Um, now it's going to be, can she compromise? How does she introduce this Dothraki and all of their own lifestyle beliefs with the ex-slaves with she has, with these new mm-hmm. masters that she might be dealing with, and is she going to compromise? Is she going to listen to anyone's advice? And mm. before we go to Maureen, also how much of a play Jorah will be, is she going to trust him again? And when will it be revealed that he has grayscale? I don't think that Dario is going to hide very long that he has grayscale. Mm -hmm. But I think when you asked me earlier what was like a theme of of this episode, it's definitely tradition. And with what you were going along and saying with all these different armies that she's bringing together, she has broken all of their traditions that they grew up with, that they've lived by their entire life. And she's putting in, replacing them with new traditions. But she's not necessarily breaking any 
good traditions they have. It's really like the bad traditions that they had that she's replacing with good traditions. Has she really replaced anything though? I think that's the that's, that's the point, what Tyrion that's pointed the point out. That Tyrion saying is creating a political vacuum. You can't remove a system of government mm-hmm. and ways of life and just assume that it'll get filled with what you want it to be. You have to provide the means, the tools mm-hmm. to rebuild. And speaking to that, so Tyrion comes in with, you have Grey Worm and Missandei at his side, speaking with supposedly the voice of the queen, saying these are her words and her wishes to these masters who have come into the city. Um, Basically, he gives them seven years. Seven a long time. It is a long time. Seven years to transition from the method of slavery over into this new political regime. This is the diplomatic method, not the military method. And to top it off, because obviously Daenerys would love this factor, he's going to, you know, give them some prostitutes or something to enjoy <laughs> themselves. He's a politician. That's how you seal the deal. That's politics for you. Well, what's really in it for them, though, is, you know, them cutting off the support for the Sons of the Harpy because we know obviously Tyrion and everybody else knows that someone's supporting the Sons of the Harpy so it's obviously Slaver's Bay that's still doing this. I mean that's just his methods that he knows from King's Landing. I don't think that Danny is going to agree with that completely, but I like that he's taking this diplomatic approach and doing something different and filling that gap with we, what we said, a new tradition, because she's just been taking out the old traditions and not necessarily having a true vision of where to go from there. I really liked what he said, let us sail in the tide of freedom instead of drowning in it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, do, he's doing something, and he's advising, and he's I feel like he's always really wanted to rule. I thought that it was an interesting kind of position to be in, because although you have... Uh, Grey Worm and Missandei together, they're kind of representing the exact same point of view. Mm-hmm. They didn't really differentiate, come up with different arguments. They are coming, like we saw Missandei the other week get very like, these people understand war. Grey Worm's, he's saying now a little bit on the peaceful side because he doesn't want to completely cross the line, but we only have the Tyrion versus them. Where was Where's Varys? Varys? Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, yeah. I was like, where is this guy? I mean, he's he's one of the advisors. He's one of the key. I mean, he's he over there still dealing with uh, who we speculated to be a leader of Sons of the Harpy, oh, Vala. Is he helping Vala I, get I, away? I doing? think obviously whatever Tyrion says, Varys has already had a, a pre-council meeting with him, and he just knows you can't mm-hmm. have too many people speaking. I mean, even Grey Worm and Missandei, they didn't speak until they were acknowledged oh, by they, the slaves. You could tell they wanted to. They're just like, oh, yeah. what is he saying? What is he doing? And... Grey Worm made a point to say, you will not use them. They will use the, that is what they do. Is that what's going to happen? I mean, are these slavers, slavers oh, bear? Oh, trusting they... the slavers and how, how this can you trust will turn out when they can't even admit to being funding the Sons of the Harpy out loud. Right. Um, I think that it depends how we see this show going. If we do have, and what, we, what they want Daenerys to be, because if Daenerys leaves leaves Marine and goes to Westeros with the Dothraki, she needs to have a positive reputation to stand on. Right. And so in that way, you would want them to conquer. But they always have, or they're probably going to want to have Daenerys find that third door, that other option that actually leads to success. And she has seven years to find it. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think, obviously, if we're going to use that time, but I think, obviously, she's uniting all these armies. Like, mm-hmm. John is uniting, you know, the armies on his side of things. I, that was kind of my <laughs> theme of the episode. I'm like, we're making new teams. Yeah, yeah. New bringing two together. And this is just, for Daenerys, another team of women, where it's pretty much going to be all women at the head of all <laughs> these cows. So. I don't know. I mean, they do have, like, a male army that, that's there, and I think she's kind of got all the Dothraki. Even though this is where all the women are, I think all the men will follow her now, too. I mean, I agree, to. but the yeah. second-in-command, if you get rid of all of the calls, who's the calls go to for wisdom is the women. So it mm. is, like, this next level yes. of people who to communicate to through to this all of these hordes of Dothraki is going to be all women. Primarily, unless men start rising up. So you have these this horde of Khaleesi's. You have the Dothraki horde, the Unsullied, the Second Sons, and dragons. What else do you need, <laughs> Khaleesi? I find it I find it very interesting uh, thinking about the fact that she's got another army that uses slaves and takes slaves, and mm-hmm. if she's going to march mm-hmm. on people for having slaves, how are the Dothraki people going to react to that? Even if there are no mm-hmm. calls left. It, yeah. It's completely true because it's a battle it's she's already had to fight, and she only her previous way was taking them under protection or claiming so many people herself, and even she had to kind of secede mm. some of them once in a while. So it is where is she going to bridge all of these cultures? She's going. I think she's going to have to compromise because I don't even know if you could make me believe that all of them are just like you're right. Scrap society from scratch. We're just going to go with this new utopian vision. Yeah, I think that's what Tyrion comes in with. Mm-hmm. Is like mm-hmm. this is what you have to compromise at a certain point. But as um, as it's really in the chat points out, Dothraki only follow strength. Right. True. And she just proved that she is the strongest. With I I don't know about you guys. When I saw her walk out of the fire, all I yelled was that. That was the most baller move ever. <laughs> she has a few, and they normally are surrounded by fire. Like, right? old school and, mm-hmm. oh. And you know what's funny? When people are naked and nude, that's usually, like, when they're their weakest, mm-hmm. right? But when she's naked yes. and nude, it's, like, heavenly for it's, everyone. It's a powerful <laughs> image, for sure. But you know what? She hasn't, I feel like she hasn't really had a real fight yet. She's always inspired people with symbolism, with a dragon, with uh, a with, with the fire, you know. She, but she's never, I mean, she's kind of punished a large group of slaves or slave masters before. We haven't but seen other any that, sword wielding. We haven't seen really any necessarily battles. And she hasn't won any battles. She's won confidence, but she's been fighting an ideological battle against slavery, not against That's any true. particular we'll army. Let's see if she gets has to get her actual hands dirty anytime <laughs> soon. But for now, let's go over to John oh. Snow yes. up at the wall, who reunited. finally gets, yes, reunited with Sansa Stark as she comes through the gate with Brienne, Podrick, the whole crew talking about new new bonds being formed, and we get another hug because the wall is just full of hugs right now. We got one last week. We're back this week. Um, this reunion, the first scene with them, I thought the chemistry. I was so happy <laughs> to have them back, and I was like. Wow, this feels so awkward that people are happy talking together, mm-hmm. like in a good mood. Like, oh. it's like catching up on you know old times back in Winterfell. It was nice. I couldn't wait for this to happen because up until this point, over the past the last five seasons, we have watched the Starks fall apart. Mm. 
Now we're gonna watch them come back together and take over, and I am so excited. It's like complete revenge against everyone. They're, they're gonna take back the North. They've got to. They they're got going to. to. I agree. I thought it was interesting before we all we get into the. A motivational letter that they received <laughs> from Ramsey. Come and um, see. I thought it was just an interesting note that why they are focusing so much on him, on the sword, on the on Mormon's sword, mm. on him defying the title of commander. Like we heard him say again this week that he is not the Lord Commander. We see the rejection of this kind of he's not holding on to that part of himself. Mm. Um, is that going to allow him to go? Is he going to have to reclaim that that honor in order to motivate people to attack Winterfell? Like how what what does he need to He needs a new title. Own? Yes. He needs Which a new title. title does he need to motivate? Mm-hmm people to back him. Well, I feel like just like Danny walked out of fire, as soon as this, you know, secret is... he walked out from being dead. From being dead. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many parallels in their stories and and what they're doing to unite the different armies. But I just feel like, you know, he's not going to reclaim Lord Commander because... As we talked about, you lose a piece of yourself when yeah, you come back part, from the dead. That part's gone. That part he lost. But people are still turning to him for leadership. He's a mm-hmm. he's a natural born leader, mm-hmm. and he's trying to reject his position as Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. He's not his watch has ended. He died. Yeah, which that's, I was very I was very ends. happy that they finally vocalized that mm-hmm. in this and vocalized that point that technically he could be released from his oath because he has died. So and you know that now? title that you're talking about? Well, he's the prince that was promised. Oh, the prince that was <laughs> from promised. the very depressed Melisandre, <laughs> who is now a very depressed and sh- scared Melisandre because Brienne of Tarth kind of knows so, a little bit. Yeah, so we have Brienne of Tarth talking to Ser Davos and Melisandre in what was not an explicitly threatening conversation, but was not a friendly one. Just talking about how accountable or how counted, how connected she knows they are to Stannis's demise mm-hmm. um, from and, and Renly's Ren- demise. Ren-Lee. So how she killed Stannis... She's totally upfront about that. Yeah. She's got a sword in hand. Shadow Baby <laughs> from Stannis, from this dark blood magic, killed Renly when she was part of his King's Guard. Yeah, she's going to be watching him pretty close. She's going to be around. But she, wielder of like Oath Keeper, she said it is in the past. But she will not forget. Mm-hmm. Which I think is great because you know Melisandre has said she's going to follow John and do whatever he wants. I think we know Davos is going to go too, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think Brienne's going to be there too, and it'll be great because Brienne will keep Melisandre in line. I think anyway. But does John know Melisandre is going wherever? <laughs> you mean he's is she going? invited? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is the question. He kind of owes her a little bit. Well, and plus, like, he needs her to bring him back. Like, I don't think there's going to be, like... You think, this he's is, gonna, you think Jon Snow's going to die again? I think before we have the conclusion of Game of Thrones, I think he will die again. I don't think it's wow. going to happen as many times as Beric Dondarrion, like, six times. I don't think that's going to happen. I think wow. that he's going to need her at least one that's more time. That's prediction of the day. Bum, bum, more bum. dying for Jon Snow because the fans haven't been thrown out. <laughs> but one it's more, expected one now. One more just... <laughs> point at that table. How about the chemistry? Come on, let's ship Tormund, Giant Spain, and Brianna Tarth. What do you guys think? 
I said this from the very beginning, even before, even before the time of the table, when she rode on you the did. horse, I was like, oh my gosh, giant warrior babies from yeah. Tormund <laughs> and Brienne. They would just rule the world with honor and ferocity. But they were there was looks at yes, that table. There I were. think they're building this relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we already saw chemistry kind of happen with Brienne and Jamie, or at least if you were a fan of that, I mm-hmm. was um, a couple of, in the past seasons. So now Tormund and this alliance, could this expand? Because Brienne is kind of flying solo. We have yeah. Tormund, who is the figurehead of our wildlings. Mm-hmm. We're going to need these men soon. We have Sir Davos. We have uh, Melisandre. Who are they leading at this point? There's not a ton of people. <laughs> they got nothing. And they now well, are... Do they have any anything left of Stannis' army? Mm-hmm. All dispersed. Are, are all dispersed. They were, they were sellswords, pretty they much. Were, right. Remember, they were running back to the forest. Everyone was just fleeing as the... The killing was happening. So I, I am seeing some uh, some ship names. Some yes. Ship yes. yes this general. is what I needed. Uh, Alan uh, Zapeta says Brimond or Torini. Torini. Uh, Torini. <laughs> Peter D says Tormund. No. This uh, is, <laughs> I like Torini. Oh, Torian. We will work on this. We will work yes. on this ship name, but I think it's my favorite love story that could happen right now. I like, like it. completely. Mm-hmm. Out of any of the characters, this would <laughs> be my favorite <laughs> yeah. one. I, I'm Italian, so I'm going with Torini. <laughs> Perfect. And we will need this love affair as they might be going into battle soon with Ramsey. So, Ramsey today, did anyone think that Osha was going to succeed in no. killing him? No. Like, I, even when we were watching it all together, I was like, yeah, she's going to get the knife, but he's going to kill her first. We're like, oh. And then finish eating his apple. In such With a the same cold knife. Cold way. Of course. There yeah. was a brief moment where I thought he might bite it and it would shift some crazy direction. Because the Game of Thrones has done that before. But it was only a fleeting moment. Yeah. yeah. I like that, fleeting. though. I like what you were going with, Zach. I thought he was going to start flaying her just like he did Theon. For more information, but. Didn't need to. I was having Pirates of the Caribbean flashbacks. Like, I'm going to have a whole bushel of apples. (laughs) Oh, I just realized, is that why he eats? Like, he was eating such thin pieces of the outside of the apple. Was he flaying the apple? (laughs) He was. I think he was. This is how you eat everything. You just fillet them. You fillet the fillet. But what we had, so from information from Sansa, we have that supposedly Ramsey has about 5,000 people. Does the, We don't know if this includes the Umbers. And the Karstarks. And the Karstarks. I don't think it does. that came after. So all the information that Jon Snow has is that he thinks it's about 5,000. He says he has about 2,000 <laughs> from coming from the Wildlings. There is the unexpected force probably coming from the Vale. Yes. Where it's going to get to. But is this even going to be nearly enough if it is 5,000? And if that doesn't include other families? Well, this is what I think. We've got Melisandre's magic. We have giants. We have giant. Giant. Is it just one? But 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 Torment's pretty giant. Brienne's uh-huh. pretty... I mean, they count Hodor. for at least five <laughs> people. Then we have the sub-giants <laughs> in the north. So we've got, they've got a pretty formidable... Force, and we will get to the veil, but that is, I think, that is the war of the north. 
right now. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. The Boltons, Carstarks, and Umbers, who I'm still not entirely... I mean, I guess after Osha died. I mean, at first I was thinking maybe the Umbers were kind of playing Ramsey with mm-hmm. bringing Rickon on, but uh, after Osha just got slaughtered, I don't think that's the case. I'm going to yeah. throw this out here before we move on to Robin and Peter, that I don't know if I feel justified by Osha's death yet. Because it was a tactic she already used before, I thought that the actual stab was nice and they did a nice blood that in That was them. a great but death. But it was a very, yeah. like, quick scene we've... Uh, had her for a long time. I and know. Then, and she was for one scene today, and then she was gone. She had, I really I felt bad about that. I, I didn't feel good about her death. Well, I she think had nothing. She had really had nothing left to offer. The only thing that she had left was possibly try to manipulate Ramsey and kill him I using would, using or, sex. And she was such a fighter. We she, mm-hmm. we would have needed her to try and get Rick to escape over and over. I would again. have rather have seen just a little bit more from her, a bit more of a fight and a bit more of like me believing that she could actually pull this off before we just kill her because I felt like she deserved more. Like you said, we've had her for seasons and, and she and we she's know she's used a fighter. This tactic. So it's a little predictable. But let's get in it to our Robin and Peter. <sighs> little finger. He's like my favorite, and he's back. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for Peter Baelish to come back. You can't say Baelish without Bay. All right, that is he's easy. the best. No, he's the best. He's like he's always two steps ahead of the game. That's what I love about him. He's like a master. He's a chess master in this Game of Thrones. Yeah, so he brought in a present, which I'm sure has more symbolism or meaning. Right, for sure. Like. I don't know if it was like he's always been the mockingbird and this is more than a mockingbird. Like, Mm. is it rising up? I don't know what the meaning is here, but what it does is very quickly, it shows that Peter has power over Robin's Mm. decision-making. Like, Robin has been in the protection of Royce for quite a while now. Mm. Obviously, it's not working. You get that by the shooting arrows. It's just like... There is not a lot of growth here. There's just disappointment. It is just falling flat, not doing well. But Peter comes in, and then the instant he puts someone's life on the line who doesn't deserve to lose it. Royce had to literally could not defend himself. All he could say was how faithful he was. He had done, that we know of, nothing wrong. He... Was he's trying to protect Robin to turn him into a, a, a lord, you know, the leader that he it's his responsibility to, to raise this man, you know, or this boy into a man. But that's not what that's not what Robin wants. Robin wants to yeah. throw people through the moon door and exactly. play with his talking. And Peter knows that. And yeah. so now 
Peter, he can play his uncle the, Peter, play with that. and he's playing him. Sorry, guys, like but I really wanted to see the Moon Door. <laughs> like, I feel like if we're revisiting Robin, we it's not Robin unless we see the Moon Door. So, like, maybe they should have attacked somebody else before Lord Royce and threw them down the Moon Door. But it just like it wasn't. You wanted well, to see been, the Moon but Door, but they've again. been taken yeah. away from pretty much the Moon Door. I just think they've just completely destroyed House Aaron, pretty much, mm -hmm. because. The, from the get-go, season one, House Aaron was supposed to be r ruled by this man that we had heard so many great things about, who <laughs> raised Ned to be like brave, honorable, but everything we've ever seen of our <laughs> House Aaron is just on a whim, killing people, repeatedly trying to, or putting the lives of people who don't deserve to be killed at risk. And they still have a lot of power, but it's not a like the, a... Joyce, I think the, the, the key point of the this scene what what was trying to be said here is that lord royce he's the commander of the armies mm -hmm. he holds the army's confidence and now he has ultimate loyalty to to peter baylor so um or we he have has to. He, he has, has to, to. He has and no so choice. now we have an army mm -hmm. that it's it's in peter baylor's best interest to go and get sansa so now yes. we, that's a, almost a guaranteed mm -hmm. force coming back to the north. It's also one of those ones where I'm not rooting for this force, but we need them we, for mm -hmm. numbers just right somebody now. somebody we so need, we yeah. have to. The and I feel like Robin has always sort of tread the mentally ill line. <laughs> just yeah. just sort of like sick from door. his mother. Like, like, there's like a sickness there. Oh, yeah. Well, but but I I'm the, excited to see what happens milk. when he like is he going to be leaving the Vale? Is he going to stay there and just Lloyd Royce and his army will go? Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see. He's going to stay and play with his Falcon while while Peter Baelish is going to be calling all the shots. We will see who we will root for in this. Also, I have yet to pick my side for this next battle that might ensue. That's mm. happening in King's Landing. Yes. Oh boy. So a lot of forces coming together, making mm -hmm. amends, uh, seeing where loyalties lie, but your players are pretty much at the line of the seven. You have the High Sparrow. You have mm -hmm. Septa Anella, you know, who's just brutal in while she's there. You have their whole regime. Then you have the small council. Then you have, like, the wannabe small council. The, small, the smaller council. <laughs> the, the wannabe. And then you have your king, Tommen, and then in these cells, we have Marjorie and Loris, who I Marjorie's attempting to get some a little bit of power back, it <sighs> seems. She, she doesn't have a good plan, though. And you know what? I'm so sick of the High Sparrow, and, like, his stories are terrible. Like, anytime he comes on the screen, I'm just, like, browsing on something on my phone. That was also Game of Thrones. But I just, I have no, like, I don't care about him. I can't wait for his death. I mean, his, his speech in this was directly tied to the episode. It was about Book of the Stranger. I believe it was verse, like, 25 mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. And it was how he kind of changed the changed the actual wording from the book, and it's more about how he went to this feast and how he did all these exuberant things that were sinful, and he had to basically <laughs> want nothing. And he related that, and then there was some sort of segue, and all of a sudden, Marjorie wanting her family equals Marjorie wanting sin, because you can do no right in this world. But even though she wants sin, he's still going to eventually dot 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 let her see her brother. Which was a sin. I really, <clears throat> for the, as far as the High Sparrow goes, I really, I don't know, 
I enjoyed the writing in the scene. It was, it was yes, it was the story kind of irrelevant, but I think what it, you kind of think he's trying to manipulate Marjorie into, into what he believes. But what I, I saw right through it and what I saw was here's a man who gave a lot of his time to try to feel like he was living a life with purpose, but it wasn't the gold, it wasn't the wine, it wasn't the women. What he realized he wanted, I still think he wants power. And I think he's finding that power through this path. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I mean, he I'm, says I'm it's calling truth, his bluff. But yeah. he, I, he, I think he wants to overthrow an empire and I think he wants to rule the world. <laughs> and the High Sparrow, I mean, he has plans. Maybe man. it's a good thing plans. that we can be divided on whether or not he's actually a true believer for a good way or a bad way. Like, I think that they haven't really, because we never really see from his point of view the scenes, so we don't know exactly what he wants mm-hmm. or, or the want? overall aim for this. It just seems that he always is kind of accusatory in what anyone else wants. There seems to be no answer that would actually satisfy him. Why? Why? Except what's for with all the what's all with all the atonement of queens and people in high power? Why? Are, why aren't you know? Why isn't Jim Bob on on the corner store doing atonement? You know, it's yeah, exactly. He's taking down peg yeah. by peg, and what? What? I mean, I'd like to call this war that's about to happen. When we'll get to uh, King's Landing and the mm-hmm. and the Lannisters and, well, we can, and the Tyrells, like, the two pillars, right? Yeah. Pillars of faith and pillars of of the crown. Can we just throw the High Sparrow through the moon door? Yes. <laughs> but would he fly? I mean, we have a line. Yeah, he would to the die, moon, and then the we'd be door. done with him. It would, yeah. And that's the thing. If we removed him at this point nothing would really have changed in King's Landing. If he if he just completely disappears tomorrow, what happens? I, yeah. I don't know. Like, then this you have to useless. have everyone in King's Landing. It goes back to, okay, Marjorie is the queen. Like, how do they feel about all... I guess they have to realign themselves with everyone in the North who they still think mm-hmm. they have connections with Littlefinger, but that hasn't been talked about in a long time. Time you still had Cersei who was on a headhunt for Sansa, but that hasn't been talked about in a, <laughs> for a long, long time. time. And the only thing you get from Cersei is that, which I think was to make a point, is that the High Sparrow wants to have a land of beggars. Like that's what he wants. He wants mm-hmm. everyone to basically have nothing, which is a boring show. Well, I love the line <laughs> that actually unites the Queen of Thorns and Cersei is Cersei putting that thought in her mind mm-hmm. that Marjorie would have to do this walk of atonement. And at that point they become an alliance because they have a common interest. But Cersei's obviously just doing that, you know, for the time being. She is gonna be their alliance till she gets what she wants, which is the High Sparrow to, you know, mm-hmm. die and, and dissolve. And so it's just like she's going to use them for now, but then they're going to be enemies as soon as the High Sparrow's gone. A lot of compromises in this episode. A lot of people, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, I guess, for now. So we have <laughs> the Tyrells that are going to bring in their army because mm-hmm. uh, we got Kevin Lannister sitting on, you know, it's a hand of the king. He's like, well, I can't be a part of it unless the king calls me in. And if he does, then I have to stop you guys. But they're not going to let that happen. So you have Lannisters and Tyrells forming one pillar of the war versus the Faith Militant. And I can't wait to see it go down. Well, but the thing is, nothing ever goes to plan. The plan right now is that Marjorie will never have to walk. The plan right now is that really it's going to be the Tyrell people. But they did make a point to mention that Lancel Lannister mm-hmm. is could be a like game piece in this. Mm-hmm. Because 
Cersei tried to made it seem like he still has weight for his father. Mm-hmm. Who knows what his father would do for them? So it's not a it's not a perfect plan. Yeah, it wasn't Lancel Lannister doing what he did. It's what you, that High Sparrow, what he did to your son. Now all of a sudden, Lancel's a victim, and she's leveraging that to get what she so wants. So we will see. Yep. Also, before we go on, we got a little bit, a little bit of Pike this week that was just, I felt like, supposed to remind you that Theon no longer has certain parts, but he <laughs> apologizes to Yara in a very crumpled display of being a just ruined person that has been torn apart. And she seems to already, I know she was trying to be like Stonewall mm-hmm. and like you're a horrible person, but I could already see some cracks in that. And she was feeling the sisterly love. Yeah. Definitely. And and it helps when he's like, you know, I don't want to be king. I want you to rule. The people admire you. They will follow you. And we kind of knew this. Sarah, you said this a couple weeks ago that this was what's going to happen. I really wanted him to go and kill Ramsay. I hope that still happens. But you were right. And I can't wait to see what the King's Moon King's ceremony moon. is. So this sounds like the big, the big So that's still fun. happening even though Theon would be... The so, direct heir, right? Or is it Euron? And where is this guy right so now? So we haven't really... This is why we need Kyle. And we will yeah. hound him about this next week. Kyle. Is because we haven't really heard a ton, at least on the show, about how Pike determines their leaders. Right. Mm-hmm. We know that from earlier this season that supposedly a woman has never ruled. Mm-hmm. We know that... We have this drowned, claiming to be drowned god. The brother Uncle of Euron. Euron. I think that's Ray where we're him, but we have to look in the credits. Mm-hmm. He's he's coming back, saying he's going to have a footing in this race. And now, just coincidentally, just by dumb luck, Theon Greyjoy has arrived before this ceremony. Who knew? Who knows if? being the heir or being who he was if he had come after, if that could have changed anything. We right. don't know the rules that are governing Pike. We don't know how they pick mm. their king enough. But that's what's exciting is that probably we're going to find out. I'm hoping that they they are the masters of the sea. Maybe we'll get to spend some time with not quite our normal duel, but maybe something yeah. interesting. That's what I That's think. That's what I'm hoping. Because oh, obviously Yara's going to claim it, and then if Euron really is back, which it seems like he is, he's going to claim it. And it's between them two. But maybe Theon will fight for his sister in this duel. If this maybe or something, something. I'm just I'm excited, like you said, to see what mm. exactly this is, and then how do they fight? Is it a battle at sea? Who knows? I was thinking, at the end of the day, Theon really has no claim because he can't make any any heirs. He has no claim. Does he, he doesn't have that claim, but he has the claim of suppose supposedly being the heir, or at least that's how most of our royal families have worked thus mm. far in mm-hmm. Westeros, but who knows? I do not. Kyle, you're going to have to call in, <laughs> or a chat's going to have to tell us these governing rules for Pike. But for now, I think that pretty much Definitely. covers most of the episode. In the previews, we did see we're going to get more of Arya, who knows... Uh, happening over there, training. Yeah. We uh, this they look to be on the beach of Pike somewhere. What did else did you guys catch in the previews? Sansa Ooh. and Peter, White Walkers. 
Oh, yeah. Well, Bran, Bran apparently wargs, and it seems like he gets trapped there. If you guys notice, they're trying to wake him up, and he won't wake up, so it seems like he's kind of trapped with the White Walker, so I'm excited to see what he learns and what knowledge he's going to be able to take That's back. That's what I'm excited Crucial. about. I think that in there, in this war state, we are going, this is my prediction, this is my prediction for the week, is that I think that they are going to be able to communicate with him. I do not think it's going to be like his other episodes Ooh. where he shouted yeah. out and, you know, not gotten a ton of response. I think in this one, there is going to be an exchange, a communication. I think that's maybe why he gets a little stuck or doesn't want to leave because it's not him just being an observer anymore. You guys have anything? I, I, <clears throat> I have a prediction. I guess something that we kind of grazed over with Queen Marjorie and uh, her brother, Sir Loras. He's saying, please help me. Help me end this. And I think that she's going to kind of play ball. I think that she's going to kill him. I think she's going to help. I think it's going to be an assisted suicide. kill him? Yes. Why not? Why not? It will get it will get the Tyrells to do an uprising. It will kind of help that political Marjorie woman. kill who? Her brother. Marjorie. We do have brother killing a lot, well, but is, I don't know what about is, that. What does he mean by help me? Help, help me, me make it end. It. Help me make it end. And she Maybe just if finally she says, could admit okay. something, it would end. Maybe yeah, they I think admit if she admits her sins. sins so they're going to have this whole lining up of her walking down to atone her sins. That's what I think. I don't, I don't think know. she'd ever kill her no. brother. The way that's what she wanted to see her brother, I don't think so. She even says in her words, you know, you're the future of this house, which of course none of us agree with, I don't think. Yeah. But if she says that and she thinks that and I don't think it was just in that moment, then I don't see that happening. I think she's going to do the atonement walk but then be interrupted by or, the war. Or maybe she'll get some... Daenerys inspiration and find another way to do this. <laughs> that, I would like three. that. I want to talk about Arya for a second. I think next week it's not going to be training that we see. I think that we're going to actually get to see her on our first mission. I mean, guys, this is going to be episode five next week, which yeah. means we're halfway through. So we have to see her become a faceless person and go on her first kill mission. I'd like to see that. Definitely. All right. Yeah, okay. Ryan, do you have any predictions, or Zach, do you have any predictions? Um, I mean, I, Kristen, pretty much had mine, where the Mar Marjorie getting, uh, getting, admitting every or confessing. So I was way, gets, I'm way off base. As she there. gets into, um, we did have <laughs> okay, some help from the chat. Oh, wonderful. Um, uh, Tony Coney uh, says that the uh, the king's moot, as the, the the many of the chat members were happy to point out that's the election Great. process Ooh. by which uh, they, they yeah i got king's moon i'm so glad we have you guys it's like i knew my ears are going deaf or the king's, king's moon door i suppose is uh, the king's other thing they were saying moot. just that it's a fun <laughs> word it's the king's moot um okay. and it is okay. an election by the lords of uh the iron islands they vote for their king Ooh. Or, fascinating or queen fascinating an election I, we haven't seen that. <laughs> what are these rules? Yeah, wait. I told you, fascinating. I'm hoping we're going to... I wonder if next week will be slow, because we might be learning a lot. Who knows? But it's midway. We normally have normally lots of death. So, do we have anything else there that we want to highlight from the chat? Um, I did have to. I did appreciate this comment from David uh, Von Kettering. Uh, Ramsey is getting near the point of comic book villain. Yeah. Mm, I Which like that. He kind of is at this point. Like he's so evil. Mm. Like what else? Like, you, he can't do anything worse yeah. at this point. Like We've we can't hate it. him more. You know and that letter he sent. Don't was, say that too soon. Come and see. Come and see. Come and it was very. Like, yeah, it was like very Joker. poetic. It, yeah, was, it was. It was very poetic. It was, well, it was well very written. villainous, poetic. You guys, since he kills everyone in this horrible way. 
What would be a satisfying death for Ramsey for you guys? Ooh, having his eyes scooped out. I was going. I was kind <laughs> of was, feeling along the same creative. lines, like kind of Princess Bride scenario, like let him live, but just cut off certain parts, like his ears and his eyes, or maybe, or maybe no, <laughs> his ears. No, no, no. Eaten by his Sansa own wants to go back and claim Winterfell, so Sansa has to kill Ramsey. That's the only satisfying death for me. I want okay. his throat ripped out by a dire wolf. No. Ooh, yeah. but he does have the whole hounds thing. Yeah, I'm saying his own his own dogs. How like? Okay. No. Nope. How poetic Sansa. would that be? She's got to kill. I want ghosts to rip out his throat. That would be pretty great. No. Sansa. Remind yet. me not to piss you off, Zach. You're. <laughs> I'm <laughs> always thinking. Well, yes, let's sir. let everyone know where they can find us. Um, I'm at Sarah underscore Stretton on Twitter. What about you? You guys give all your stuff away. I am at Cinematic Escape on Twitter and on Instagram. If you like pictures of dogs, none of them are mine. They're not dire wolves, but there are a lot of dogs on my Instagram. It's Cinematic underscore Escape. Um, puppy love. Puppy love. That's all I got. <laughs> that's right. All I can find. It's puppy love. But, yeah, my, <laughs> my that's my private account. My public one is at Ryan Mallet. You can find me Twitter, Instagram. Hit me up, guys. I love hearing from you. Also, if you like our video, please give us a thumbs up because we love you. We hope you like what you see. Subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss another episode because it only gets better from here. Come um, and see. Come and see. Come and see. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you so much. And Zach? Oh, you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at, uh, at that Zach Wilson. And we will. I'm excited for Game of Thrones. The rest of the season is going to be nuts. You guys excited? See you guys next wait. week. Hodor, Valor Margules. <laughs> Come and see. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Come and see. <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.